is Practical Ministry, and I am your host, Tracy B. Richards. This is a show where I share my struggles and victories as I navigate the practical, emotional, financial, and spiritual journey of everyday life through the lens of entrepreneurship and ministry. It's raw, it's honest, and it's 100% authentic. I'm so happy that you are joining me today, so get comfortable and let's see where God leads. Welcome to episode one of Practical Ministry. My name is Tracy Richards, and I'm very excited to begin this journey with you. So to really kick off episode one, I started off by reflecting back over the last few months since I started to think about what I might want to share with you all. And I didn't really want to think about it too much. I didn't want to plan it too much. As I said, I want it to be organic and raw and authentic. So just the way I write my blog which is really about me telling my story. And it's called Process of Illumination, by the way. So it, it's exactly that. It's my process of moving through the events of my life and what I learned from them and how I slowly come to become more mature and enlightened in God's truth. So I want this segment to also be that. So as I was looking back at the last few months, I thought that I would probably be a good idea to share with you what I've been struggling with, what I've been wrestling with, what I've been learning over the summer. So this is being recorded uh, at the end of October 2022. In Ontario, we have just had our municipal elections and I ran as a municipal councillor in my municipality of Centre Hastings, Ontario. And that was something that I was encouraged to do by a number of people people from here, friends of mine, people that know me that thought that it would be a really good fit. And part of what I want to share today is about risk and faith. And I actually wrote a devotional uh, newsletter, which will be published for the November issue. And the scripture that I chose for this devotional was Matthew 14, 28 to 29. And uh, it goes like this. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. This passage of scripture was chosen by me because as I am kind of decompressing from the experience of having run a municipal campaign in a small town that I've only lived in for less than two years, uh, where a lot of people really don't want change. (laughs) I really realized that I threw myself into an arena that, you know, it really was a challenge. It was really a challenging journey. I will also say, though, that it was probably one of the most rewarding experiences of my life because, yes, I took a risk. I took a leap of faith. I really felt that God had led me to to do this. And I followed his lead. I followed his call. And there were Christian intercessors, friends, people in my church that came out of the woodwork to encourage me, to pray for me, to volunteer for me, support me in all kinds of ways. And for that reason, regardless of the outcome, because I did not win a seat on council after all, because of that, I'm amazed and so strengthened by what God can do when you are really walking the path, um, listening to his call. So I'm going to read you a little bit of an excerpt of that article and 
and then I'll come to talk about a few other things. Uh, the article goes like this. American author and lecturer Helen Keller once said, Life is either a daring adventure or it is nothing at all. Her story is one of the great miracles of the 20th century. Millions of people have drawn inspiration from her example. Now, go back to the Bible and take a look at the men and women who did great things for God. Noah, Abraham, Moses, Joshua, David, Elijah, Esther, Daniel, Nehemiah. Almost without exception, they were risk takers who were prepared through faith to lay it all on the line for God. The Apostle Peter is also an interesting character. Sometimes we see Peter full of faith and other times we see him full of doubt. But despite these extremes, however, Peter was always the one willing to ask hard questions. He was always the one exploring what it means to really be a disciple and to follow wherever Jesus led him, whether it made sense to him or not. And what did these biblical figures have in common? They all stepped forward following the call of God. The life of faith is inherently a life of risk. If you are unwilling to take a chance, you can never discover what living by faith is all about. If you think you have all the answers or need to feel 100% at peace before you make a decision, if you're afraid to take a step unless you know that things will work out to your advantage, faith will always be a mystery to you. So I'm grateful that I found the courage to step forward in faith and run for cancel in this election. Being somewhat new, it definitely felt like a risky endeavor at times, but I chose to approach it as an adventure and I have reaped many rewards in the process. Even though I did not win a seat on council this time, God blessed me with the opportunity to participate in an essential part of our democratic process. This experience has taught me so much more about my new community and my role within it. While stepping out in faith can often feel like stepping off a cliff, I'm comforted in knowing that God always provides a soft place to land. It has been a great honor to meet so many of my neighbors and hear their stories. I was amazed by how welcoming each of you were at the doors, how generous you were with your time, guidance and support, and how willing you were to share your experience with me. In getting to know the men and women who serve in our various levels of government, both past and present, it was truly heartwarming to experience the level of respect, dignity, and genuine fellowship which was demonstrated by all departments and supporting organizations, as well as between the candidates themselves. I feel so proud to have stood amongst such a decent and kind-hearted group of people. What started as a leap of faith has unfolded into a fun, enriching, and rewarding experience. And I want to thank each and every one of you for the role you played along the way. Even though I will not be representing you in an official capacity, I can promise you that I will continue to find new ways to support council and to serve this community as God leads. So that's the article that I wrote for the News on 7 publication. And I want to say that I want to follow that up by some ins I've had since then. So October 24th was the election and I did not win and people have been asking me how I feel and if I'm disappointed and to be honest I have to say that I I'm not disappointed because I didn't go into it with an agenda or an ambition to win. I went into it because I felt that God was calling me to do it, but I also knew that the reason he was calling me to do it was not necessarily because of there was going to be a favorable outcome, meaning that I would win a seat on council. I realized that this could very much be about the journey, could be about the experience. And as I expressed in that article, it was an incredible journey and a wonderful experience. But now that I'm on the other side of it, I have to say that I'm a bit relieved that I didn't win for a couple of reasons. One is that I think I'm a little burnt out 
And that's one of the things I wanted to address today before we finish off. Uh, and not only am I burnt out, but I am really looking at the experience and everything that I learned and talking to people who are disappointed that I, I didn't win because they had hopes for some change and some, you know, a little bit of shake up and on council and for me to be able to follow through on the things in my platform that they were excited about. And what I've noticed from those conversations is that there is, there seems to be an opportunity here for another pillar in our community, not meaning me as a pillar, but another pillar to be uh, constructed that isn't about uh, an organization. There seems to be an opportunity for a new pillar of the community to be constructed. And what I mean by that is there's the pillar of government and in our community uh, there's a chamber of commerce and that is another pillar of the business community. And then there's the BIT which is similar to a BIA so it's a business improvement team. And that's another pillar of people, business owners, who get together to improve the experience of shoppers and consumers um, in the business arena. So they have initiatives that beautify the community. They have initiatives that raise funds for improvements to the community, things like that. But what I'm seeing now is there's an opportunity for a fourth pillar one that is focused on community building because that was my platform. I ran as a Christian candidate too. That was very important. And as a community builder and being a bridge for different elements of the community to come together. Because as I said earlier, there are the old school people that really don't want to see a lot of change. They value tradition. They value the heritage. They value roots. They value consistency. Whereas there's another group of people who really value progress and they are frustrated because they've lived here 15 years or 20 years and not much has really changed. In our case, the three members of council who have been in office for the past four years were re-elected and many of those, two of those, have been on council for several terms before that. So there is a frustration by a lot of newer people uh, that Things aren't changing enough. And while I really do appreciate and I want to protect the integrity and the history and the charm of our small town, it is important for us to be able to plan and look to the future so that we build a community that is conducive to allowing our young adults to build their lives here too, raise their families and be able to start businesses or find jobs. But all of this is nothing new until you bring to it the framework of Jesus, right? So the biblical framework of that so many people are, so in this area, there's, it's a fairly Christian community. And I, when I say that, I mean that people who identify as Christian, not necessarily people that go to church, but we do have eight churches here and they're all still functioning. So that's a really good thing. Um, and I think that part of maybe why God called me to run and to run boldly as a Christian is to potentially show people that they can be bold as well, that they can 
that they can possibly come out of the shadows and walk and talk like Christians in their daily lives, not just at church. So the other thing is that most businesses from what I can see anyway, don't necessarily, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm just saying, may not necessarily be run on biblical principles. So I know that there are some businesses that are, they close on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day, um, but others, you know, just close because they want a day off and, um, or they will allow themselves to be captured by the secular culture. So unwittingly, in a lot of situations, they will be advocating for things that are ungodly. And there's a lot of education to be had. I know I have friends who have businesses here and they celebrate Halloween. So we've got Halloween coming up. There's trick-or-treating, there's Halloween parties, there's Halloween decorations, there's all kinds of things. And I'm not saying I can single-handedly, you know, change that in our small town. But my point is, is that for those people who maybe on the fence and who may be uncomfortable with it but don't know how to say anything maybe by being visible as a Christian and by writing a monthly devotional in a publication that is a that is meant for businesses um, to be open and, and unapologetic about being a Christian and living by Christian values that may just be the thing that those people need to step out a little further and risk a little more so as I said the title to that article is faith is a risky adventure and uh, I think that's part of, of what we do as Christians is to take risks we must take risks so that others can learn from our example and I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I'm not saying that I'm the be-all and end-all I'm just saying that it was hard it wasn't a tough decision but it was definitely one of those decisions that you know when you when you know what the right thing is sometimes it's not an easy thing to actually stand in that so I hope that's an encouragement to you as business owners it may apply to other things in your industries or in your businesses or even in your daily life that encourages you to step out in faith and maybe take a risk because we are called to love and to represent Christ in all ways. Um, before I close, I also just wanted to address burnout. And um, it's funny because as I was showering this morning, I was praying and I was just, you know, praising God and saying to him, you know, you are the first and the last, you are the Alpha and the Omega, you are the beginning and the end. And uh, he was revealing to me that I'm burnt out and I need to relax and take a step back and take care of myself because I will no longer be able to help others if I'm completely depleted. And it made me think that burnout is something that we don't think about until it happens, right? We don't plan for it. And let's hope that it never happens. But um, the first and the last, like, you know, this is my first podcast episode for Practical Ministry. And yet I feel called to talk about one of the last things that we might think about in our businesses and in our ministry and that is burnout. So I just wanted to raise that as a red flag. Um, I just kept thinking I was being called by God and I know that I am called by God but at the same time I was saying yes to everything and um, thank God by his grace I got through it but I really want to send a message to you and to myself that we must not go forward constantly saying yes to everything if we are in a state of maybe even abusing ourselves in the process so uh, I don't have that much time to go into it maybe we'll talk more about this in a future episode but 
I thank you so much for listening today. And I do appreciate uh, any kind of feedback um, you have for me. And I look forward to our next segment. Thank you so much and God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Born to Fly podcast. If you liked it, please leave a review on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. And don't forget to share it with your friends. If you'd like to know more about Born to Fly, go to borntofly.faith. There you can discover our How to Find Your Calling course and a community for like-minded entrepreneurs. Looking forward to having you back next time.